Welcome to That Vacation Company. I'm Caleb, along with Chanel, and today we're doing a That Disney Hustle episode of our podcast, and today we are going to be talking about what's in my Disney bag. So the idea for this episode kind of came from uh, just watching the various uh, YouTube channels and things about Disney, and people were kind of talking about some of the things that they bring with them to Disney parks and stuff. So I thought that would be a cool idea for an episode, Um, not just like a a casual mention or whatever. Um, There's lots of great Disney content out there, and and people have all sorts of ideas that are really good. And so we thought we would add a little bit of uh, our experience to the mix. Um, We've been going to Disney parks together as a couple since 2008, Um, and we've picked up a few things along the way as far as what we like to pack and bring with us. Now, there's going to be a couple things uh, that we both have on our lists that we don't actually bring into the parks with us. So we might reference our park bag, and we also might reference just like things that we brought with us that maybe we keep in our uh, resort uh, hotel that we might grab during the night or whatever. And, uh, you know, you might you might need to apply some of these things and after your day, busy day in the park. So um, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, did you want to say anything as we begin, Chanel? No, I think let's just jump right into it. Caleb, go ahead and tell them what's in your bag. So over the years, I have used various backpacks uh, and, and, you know, assorted uh, sizes and dimensions and whatnot. And over the years, I've kind of learned from experience that uh, smaller and lighter is better. And I, I used to really bring like the full laptop bag with um, not my laptop in it, but that's the type of backpack that I have. Um, it also has like a camera compartment, which is really handy but it weighs a ton. And when you're constantly, you know, walking around the parks, you know, you know when you're walking around the parks, you're putting on a good uh, good number of steps, uh, may I even say miles, during the day. And that just wears on a person's back. And I have the physical therapy to prove it. Um, it wasn't a Disney trip, but in 2009, after our Washington DC trip, I literally had to go to physical therapy to correct some back issues, uh, that I kind of re-injured on our trip by walking around with a stinking laptop bag, um, the whole time. So might I suggest smaller is better than bigger when you're in the parks. Um, so kind of what I'm switching to in our, our next trip is going to be one of those like one shoulder, one strap sling bags. Um, I I picked one up and I I think it's going to be kind of a good option. I can still carry my essentials, but when you're in the parks, you want something that's easy to manage. And it's funny because in the first couple of years we went, we kind of chuckled and made fun of those with fanny packs. But now I'm starting to think that maybe maybe they had it together, (laughs) you know, all these years. Um, so smaller is better than, than larger when it comes to the backpack itself. Um, as well, when you're trying to get through security for the sake of those around you, the less compartments you have in a backpack, the better, um, that have to be searched. And as well, when you're jumping into a ride and you need to quickly stash that bag beneath your feet, 
uh, yeah, a big old backpack just ain't going to cut it. Um, this last trip we did, um, we condensed everything into um, a backpack that used to be kind of a diaper bag backpack. So it didn't, it wasn't very big. It was pretty light, and we just brought kind of the essentials. Um, but I'm going to share my list of essentials, and and you know, there we go. So, um, my list of necessities. That's what I have it listed as on our little uh, cheat sheet. Number one for me is an inhaler. Uh, I am asthmatic. Um, I am actually a severe asthmatic. So when I'm out and about in something that is requiring me to move a good bit, it is a necessity that I have my inhaler. So if you are an asthmatic, (laughs) don't forget your inhaler. Uh, number two, charger. And actually, more so than just a charger, um, I I suggest picking up one of those nice little uh, charger, uh, portable charger pod things that are available. Um, I picked up one a few years ago. Um, I believe the, ba- the brand is Anchor or Anchor or something like that. Um, I found it on Amazon. I think I paid about 20 bucks. And I can get usually about two or three charges on my phone out of it. And that thing is a lifesaver. And I know you can get them in the parks. Um, I think you pay about 30 bucks initially and then I think $3 for a replacement one. You can swap them out. And that's convenient. That's nice. Uh, but I, I would suggest going ahead and biting the bullet and just buying one in advance. Um, They're great for travel in general. Yeah. I, I, I bring it literally every time we travel anywhere. Um, you travel with a little one and you, you know, your, your electronic list just goes up because when you're on a flight, it's, it's nice to have like, uh, an iPad or a Kindle with some shows loaded up for the little one. Um, you know, that's going to drain the battery really quick and all the photos you're taking on your cell phone and all the, the stuff you're doing with the, my Disney experience app, like you're going to need to charge that phone up again. So, uh, I strongly suggest the charger as, a as an accessory. Um, this one, this next one, we learned in 2009 after our visit in 2008. Um, and that is a poncho. Now you can buy ponchos in Disney world, which we did in 2008 when it started to rain in one of those lovely, uh, subtropic climate thunderstorms that rolls through about two, three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, but you're going to want to actually maybe invest in something a little bit sturdier than the, the, I don't know, the hefty bag versions you can buy at, at Disney World for a pretty penny of like, I don't know, 16 to $20. And essentially you're just throwing a basket, like a basket, a uh, garbage can bag over your head. Um, I don't suggest that. Go ahead, run to Walmart or, you know, any store that has like a sporting goods section and check out their selection. We found some pretty durable ones for about $3 a piece. Uh, we even picked one up for Olive. It, it's adorable. So cute. Um, it's it's a good bit bigger than she is, but it, she it's super cute. She looks like Baby Yoda in it. She looks like Grogu when she wears it. <laughs> so uh, pick those up. Um, you can fold them up. They come in a nice little uh, plastic uh, container that you can like fold them up if you're really smart at folding things. Um, so maybe not me, maybe Chanel, uh, and, and bring it with you. But I would suggest you don't leave home without it when you're going to the Disney parks because it's Orlando, Florida people, it's going to rain. Now, maybe if you're going to Disneyland in California, that might not be such a necessity. 
but check the weather just in case. Now, this next one, um, I've learned a little bit from watching other people talk about it, and I, I think it's a great idea, and it has crossed over into my necessity list, uh, and that is Ziploc bags. And when I say that, I'm just meaning like the small, um, I think they're sandwich size or maybe even the size up, the quart size. But uh, these are a great option uh, just kind of for anything that might come up in the midst of a trip. So it can be used for anything like uh, putting, uh, you know, some things away. Like let's say, I don't know, let's let's say you need to quick uh, store something and uh, you don't really have anything else to put it in. Uh, Ziploc bag works wonders and they're small. You can kind of fold them up in your bag and, and not take up too much space. Um, next on my list, uh, this is a mainstay, but you oftentimes forget about it. And that's things like Tylenol, ibuprofen, uh, maybe some allergy medicine. Uh, again, you know, it, you can find some of these things in the park, you know, kind of like I talked about the rechargeable, you know, little bricks that you can buy for your cell phone or whatever. You can find them in the park, but they're going to be more expensive than you probably want to pay. So load up on some Tylenol and ibuprofen before you go. Throw it in your, your bag because you never know when you're going to need it. Um Next, along the lines of first aid, some Band-Aids, and might I suggest what has become kind of a lifesaver for me, blister Band-Aids. I get blisters every single trip, no matter what I do. I have bought the $15 no-rub socks that are, you know, suggested by every marathon athlete there is, and I have, you know, everything imaginable to try to avoid blisters, I've bought the the best shoes rated on Amazon, blah, 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 and still ended up with blisters. So pick a couple of these up. Um, the Band-Aid brand makes some that are excellent, uh, but the blister Band-Aids, invest in those. They are worth it. Uh, and then, you know, because it is COVID and, uh, you know, life has changed a bit, uh, bring some, like, the the hand wipes um, as well as the hand sanitizer, get a little personal size, throw that in the bag, um, and and that'll that'll do wonders when you're in the parks. Um, and then some extras. These are are some things that maybe aren't necessities, but I think that they're kind of important. A camera. So you might be using your phone for pictures, um, and that's a great option. I kind of did that for the last two trips that I went on, I swapped to just using my phone. Uh, for a long time, I used a Nikon D5000. It's a heavy camera. It was not, it was kind of a pain to bring a, around, um, but it got good pictures. I went back to using my phone, and I, I guess I just haven't been as happy with the photos the last couple trips, so I recently purchased another Nikon camera, um, and that will be my, my camera for our next trip. But you know, have something around because you're going to want some pictures. Um, and maybe some extra socks because if you do end up in one of those freak thunderstorms, you might want to swap out your socks. Uh, but that that's not a necessity. In fact, I don't usually do that. Um, but I know many who kind of swear by that. They throw a pair, of, an extra pair of shoes in their bag and an extra pair of socks. I, I find in, in what I watch that that's more like the locals do that. They... They keep it like in the trunk of their car and on their way out, they swap to some nice dry shoes and that's, that's good and great. But when you're coming from a different state and 
you know, you're, you're traveling light. Maybe it's not an easy option to travel around everywhere you go with an extra pair of shoes in your bag. So extra socks and shoes, kind of an optional thing. And then in my non-park bag, so these are the items that I'm leaving in the hotel room that I do find to be essential, uh, but I'm not bringing them into the parks. And that is, uh, man, I hope we get some product placement here, but Glide Body Stick. Um, so this stuff you can find online. It looks like deodorant, uh, but it is a body stick that is made for uh, chafing. So it's an anti-chafe stick. Uh, and they also make it for your feet, and you just apply it to the areas, your sensitive bits, uh, that oh are go- that are going to chafe. Um, as well, the the foot uh, glide is for uh, another layer to avoid um, blisters on your feet. So, like I said, I do pretty much everything you can imagine to avoid these blisters. Because, good lord, I, I've picked up some blisters over my trips. But um, these two products are a lifesaver, especially when you're in the hot, humid Florida weather. Uh, That anti-chafing stick, 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 yeah, that's right, stick, is is a lifesaver. And then as well, uh, a good pair of walking shoes, and then buy yourself a second pair. I have found that I really like the Skechers um, walking shoes. I can't remember off the top of my head what, what they are. I'll put a, I'll try to find a link and put them in the show notes. Um, but I, I've purchased Skechers the last couple times that I've bought shoes, just some of their walking shoes for roughly about 40 bucks. And they are amazing. I love them. Um, so those, those are my favorite shoes for walking around the parks. I know that people swear by Crocs, but I'm sorry. Just, just don't do it. All your dignity goes out those little holes in the feet there. And I can't take credit for that. But, um, you know, just just avoid the Crocs, please. Sorry if you love Crocs. So so next up is what's in my bag, and I'll try to keep it brief. Um, I like Caleb's tip, though, about an extra pair of socks because nothing's going to rub blisters faster than a wet pair of socks. So if you're sweating through your socks or you wind up in a rainstorm, which is very common, especially in the summer, um, you know, dry socks in your backpack might be really great. I'll say this. I think there's something to be said for the people. I give it up for the people who can make it uh, to the parks and all the way through the parks without um, a backpack or a purse or anything like that. There's something to be said. I think there's an art to that if you're one of those people. Probably if you're a single park goer or if you're a couple park that goes to the parks um, that doesn't have kids, it could probably be done. But your magic band can be linked to any of your cards, any of your major credit cards. And that's a great way to go um you know, essentially bag free. Uh, You can do all your purchases that way. I was super leery of that at first, but I've seen it. I've done it. I know tons of people that do it. It's, you know, it's just as safe as using your, your credit card for all intents and purposes. So if you want to get through security faster, Um, and not have to go through the bag check, they actually have a shorter line for those people who just go in with their magic band and maybe, you know, their wallet in their pocket, their cell phone and their sunglasses, you know. I'm going to jump in here real quick, but I'm not going to jump in on every one of your statements. But I had an extra day in the parks when Chanel and Olive went to one of the spas, the spa at uh, Coronado Springs. 
And they had a, a girls' day, and so I went to Hollywood Studios, and so I actually did this. I, I um, went into the parks without anything except my cell phone, my magic band, and my wallet. And, yeah, that was cool to be able to get through security um, in just, like, a couple minutes because you can go through that line that's set aside for people without bags. And I, I felt pretty good about myself. Uh, I was all excited, got through the line quickly until I realized the park had already opened like an hour earlier, and I was trying to get in really quickly to secure Rise of the Resistance boarding group, and I totally missed out on the boarding groups because not only do you have to pay attention to those lines, but you maybe want to check the opening times of the park for that day. Yeah, so um, it's great if you can manage to get through the parks uh, and go through your day without a bag. I mean, how great to be hands-free, essentially, or to be, you know, without that encumbering. But that's not for everybody, and especially generally not for people with kids. So here's what's in my bag. Um, First of all, um, something that I often bring uh, but don't carry with me, like Caleb may have already mentioned, is a second pair of shoes. Um, So I like to bring two pairs of tennis shoes, um, preferably for me, not the same exact type, Um, or even a very comfortable walking pair of sandals. There's loads of great brands out there that make super comfortable sandals um, for walking. So um, if you want to look like an awesome backpacker from Europe, then get some of those. But uh, the reason that I like to bring two different pair of tennis shoes or two different pairs of walking shoes is because um, if you're going to rub blisters... Um, if you, if you change your shoes every other day, like switch the shoes that you wear every other day, I find that it cuts down on the possibility of blisters because typically even, even among tennis shoes, they hit at different places on your foot. Um, they hit at different places on your heel or ankle, toes, et cetera, all the places that you tend, would tend to blister, but a different pair might hit slightly differently. And um, that way, if you have developed blisters or you're getting spots that are getting there, a different pair of shoes the next day might help with that. So that's something that I do. I don't carry them with me. I keep my extra pair at my hotel. And the next day I switch to the opposite pair. Um, So there's that. Uh, The next thing, Caleb's really already hit this, so I'm not going to stay long on it. Uh, But a poncho, a foldable poncho, I'm able to get that bad boy back in the pouch, fold it up small and get it in the pouch. That's a lifesaver because you're in a subtropical climate, um, freak rains, not freak rainstorms, but rainstorms happen frequently. They're usually pretty short. Uh, They're usually passing, but you don't want to let that interrupt your day. You want to keep going. So we just find an awning, we duck under, we cover up, and we keep going about our business, unless if it's just torrential, which does happen. Um, So poncho, maybe a small compact umbrella. Um, My next thing, pretty self-explanatory, so I won't explain it, but sunglasses and sunblock. Um, I may not necessarily keep that in my bag, but those are good things to have. You're in Florida, my goodness. Um, And I love sunglasses. I always have sunglasses all the time because I just... Um, I have, I guess, sensitive eyes. Um, so the next thing on my list would be um, scissors slash nail clippers, really for the parks. I would say nail clippers, not because I want a manicure in the parks, but because um, especially if you have kids or if you're going to be buying merchandise, let's say you buy a T-shirt while you're there because 
something happens to your t-shirt or let's say you uh, do buy a, a bubble wand or a toy for your kid because, you know, it's something that they want and you want them to have it then while you're in the park. Um, a pair of nail clippers is great to snip those little plastic, you know, taggy things. There's actually a name for those little plastic taggy things that hold the tags on. I wish I could remember what that is. But anyway, there's a name for those. Um, So a pair of nail clippers will snip those. That way you can put your shirt on if you need to, put your sweater on if you bought it because you're cold, or give your kid that doll or that toy or that thing that they wanted to have while they're in the park and let them enjoy it while they're in the park. Um, Because scissors or... um, a pocket knife or something like that is not going to go through security. But nail clippers, those are pretty harmless, and they would allow you to snip off your packaging if need be and carry on with your with your things. Um, the next thing I would definitely say is a refillable um, water bottle um, or your dining plan cup. If you go with the dining plan, you get a, a cup, or at least that was the case now, maybe not currently during COVID, but... Um, you know, when the, when that's available, um, a refillable water bottle is great because you are in Florida. It does get very hot. You should stay hydrated. And uh, having something to refill is much less expensive than buying a water bottle or a soda every time you get thirsty or need to hydrate. Um, the next thing I would say is layers for cold seasons. Um, believe it or not, uh, Central Florida can get pretty cold at times. Um, it's very surprising often to people from colder climates. Um, they think Florida, they think it's tropical all the time. Um, but when it does get cold, it can get pretty cold. Um, even 30 and 40 degrees in in Florida is going to be shockingly cold, especially if there's a wind chill factor. Um, it can get windy at times. You're outside all day exposed. So bring some light layers to layer up. Um, scarves are great. Only don't do like me and run into a concrete pylon because you've got your (laughs) scarf wrapped around your face so high up that you can't see what's below your nose. Uh, I knocked the wind out of myself one day in Disney World because of my scarf. Um, So light layers are good if you're going during the cold season because it can get surprisingly cold, but just pay attention to the weather. Um, And then um, let's see on my list here. I've got one other thing. Um, And also I will say that this is our list for Disney World generally, and it would be pretty much the same for Disney land. The only thing that probably would be different is the poncho and the umbrella um, because you're just not going to need those as much. Maybe keep them in your hotel room. And if there's rain in the forecast, maybe bring them for that day. Um, So that being said, not a big difference between our Disney World and Disneyland uh, packing list. Um, I'll, Caleb, you got something. I was going to say, maybe the one thing that would be super important for Disneyland, and as, as we learned on our first trip there, you mentioned the reusable water um, container, and that's definitely an important thing. But it's maybe amplified by like a, a hundred thousand when going to Disneyland. Right, um, hydrate, hydrate, <laughs> hydrate, hydrate. Because if you're from like subtropical climate and you're just used to like breathing in the water through your gills, when you go to Disneyland where it's Anaheim, California, is super dry. Um, you're going to dry out and you're not going to really even notice it as much because you don't even, you just don't even realize like how much 
liquid you're losing via sweat. So please drink up, drink up, drink up. Okay, so here's really the last thing on our list. This is my kid tip for this episode. Um, Lots of questions about strollers in Disney World, Disneyland. Um, Do we recommend strollers? Yes, absolutely. In fact, we would recommend them, and most people would agree with this. Most other Disney experts would agree. We recommend them through eight years old. Um, That sounds maybe, uh, maybe your eyebrows just raised when we said that. Yes, all the way through eight years of age, it's because the Disney parks are so big. So even a child who's outgrown a stroller by maybe a couple of years, uh, we really think would need one in the parks because they're big. If you plan to be there all day to get your money's worth. Sometimes sometimes you're walking as much as 14 miles in a day. And it doesn't feel like that because you're having a great time and you're going, going, going. But that's a lot. Even half of that, even a quarter of that is a lot for a child. Um, So we actually do recommend a stroller through eight years of age so that they have that option when they just are getting tired. They can sit down. Um, It'll make your life easier. We I would recommend one that at least has a pull down, you know, umbrella feature to it to get them out of the sun if need be. Um, I would say try to go with the smallest version you can for your child's needs and your needs, um, just because bigger is bulkier and can be more problem troubles. I was going to say problemsome, but troublesome. (laughs) Um, So go with the smallest version you can, but I would say get one that's at least tricked out with an umbrella feature and a cup holder. That is the best to have a cup holder on your stroller. You can get a $30 one with the umbrella pull down and the uh, cup holder and the little basket underneath, um, which also, you know, when your kid's not in it, doubles as a great place to stick your backpack or your purchases. It's almost like a little shopping cart. Um, So we definitely recommend uh, we can talk more about rental Companies on another one, we have rented a stroller before when we went to Disneyland, and it was great and convenient, and we definitely recommend them um, so you don't have to travel with a larger stroller. So that's where we'll end it today. That's what's in our bags. If you have any suggestions or tips or helpful things that you put in your bag that we didn't list, we'd love to hear it. And the easiest way to do that is there is a link in the show notes. Uh, If you click the link, you'll actually be brought to a place where you can actually ask us a question. Now, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, it's kind of like leaving a voicemail. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, you can always hit us up on Twitter uh, at that vacation co. Same on Instagram. Or you can even check out our Disney page on Instagram, that Disney hustle. All of those are in the show notes. They're clickable. And you can find all our lovely social media places and give us a follow. We love to connect with you guys and and see what you guys are up to. And and you guys can follow follow us along and see what we're doing all the time and posting. Uh, But we are That Vacation Company. Serving you the most delightful destinations. 